blah. I was all set to talk about the gathering. I mean, we had a great time this weekend. And then, you know, you, you wake up to the reality of what happened this past weekend. And it just throws a wet blanket on everything. And uh, normally I don't go this direction. But I think I kind of have to in a way. Because, I mean, there's a dual-sided effect over here of what went on with um, between El Paso and Dayton. And so it's kind of one of those things that I'm not going to blow past it. Uh, mainly because it, it's a huge topic of conversation on Sniper's Hide. It's a huge topic of conversation everywhere. It was on the news this morning. You wake up, see the president talking about it. Everybody's in it, you know. Uh, yes, there's a lot of the same old regurgitations, and I'll get into some of that. I mean, y you can't avoid the politics because we're in election season. So that just magnifies and amplifies the issue. So um, with that, I'm going to kind of go into a little bit of my thoughts on what happened uh, with, you know, the mass shootings that took place in Texas and in Ohio, which, you know, it, it, it's terrible. We all know that. I don't have to go and go the platitude. Oh, I'm sorry for everybody. Yeah, we all know that. No, nobody wants that stuff to happen, you know, and it's funny. And I'll, and I'll just give you my side of this story with part of it. So uh, Friday night, we do the gathering. And we're meeting at Wine Cooper. I think it's Wind Coop on Wine Coop. It's Hickenlooper's place, a brewery downtown Denver, real popular spot. You know uh, that whole area that we stayed and went and did things for the gathering are sort of like what they talked about at that Dayton area. I guess is a good way to put it. But anyway, so I get an Uber. I'm gonna go out. We're going. We're meeting at a bar. We're doing a meet and greet at a bar. So I said, listen, downtown parking sucks. The whole thing. I'm gonna take an Uber. My Uber driver was from El Paso, 20-something, nice kid, talked the whole ride up. He was super hot on his city. He's like, dude, I think I'm going to go back there. My wife wants to get a house back in El Paso. We've only been in Colorado for a little bit. You know, so it, it kind of, like, relates. And then, you know, you come back, and then on Saturday, we're having a great day at the range, and then you see this driving home you know you get in the car driving home and the next thing you know every news channel's talking about it. it's like oh shoot what happened we're out on the range having a good time you know not paying much attention to what's going on in the rest of the world and you know which I enjoy a lot you know I like switching off and unplugging and, and getting out there and doing my thing you know I put the phone in the car I don't have any alerts going off in my pocket um so it it, it kind of like it's like ah e blah so then you know, we do Saturday, Saturday night. We have um, a great dinner. Uh, Vortex, Brian Litz, Applied Ballistics bought us a really good dinner and everything um, on Saturday night. First class food, man. Couple drinks, and then I went home early. I was beat, man. Long days, you know. I had to get take care of stuff Friday. Then Saturday all day on the range, and then Saturday night. So you wake up Sunday morning. I want to watch the race. I'm going to go, uh, see, you know, Watkins Glen, is uh, this was this weekend in the news is, oh, guess what? A second one. So now that just amplifies all the issue. And, and really what I, I want to kind of get down to is we need to be smart. OK, there's storylines developing and people are media savvy. OK, I have the website. There's 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 this double edge of people love snipers hide, hate snipers hide, love the Internet, hate the Internet. There's all the same kind of like. Yeah, that has really good information there, but there are a bunch of trolls and jackoffs over here. And we kind of are in the same situation now. As gun owners, we're being targeted. Whether we like to admit it or not, they're looking at us and they're saying, you know, it's your gun culture, it's this, it's that. And they're really saying, 
as if we're all like, you know, obsessed with firearms and then we decide I own all the, this is their mindset. Okay. This is how they, this is how they frame it and what they're thinking. I bought this one. I bought this one. I go out, I shoot, I own this and I can't satisfy my bloodlust. So now I got to grab my firearm and take it. They never frame it in. It's the, the guy who's got an issue. It's the loner in his basement. It's this, you know, it's this socially awkward. I mean, look at it. These guys are 19 and 21. It, it, and I'll get into that in a minute. But it's like, they're, they're losers, right? You know, go join the military, dudes. Go do something like that. But at the same time, it spills onto you and I, okay? They don't see it as this guy is playing video games by himself. You know, Tinder don't work for him. He, he, he's his hands slipping off at night and hitting himself in the forehead and he's just, you know, whacking himself silly and stupid at night. And so the next morning he wakes up and says, well, I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to show everybody that, you know, me and me and Betsy Five Fingers aren't, aren't the only ones who like me. You're going to you're going to know who I am and, and all that. And so they go out and buy a gun. They don't know the first thing about it. They, they don't they're not gun people. And then they go out and do stupid, horrific shit. And then we get blamed, okay? And I, yeah, I get some of the conspiracy theories, and I'll get into conspiracy theories in a little bit. And some of them are plausible. I'm not d- downplaying them at all. I'm just saying our messaging has to get tighter. Our messaging has to be smart. We have to take it to the next level of discussion, okay? In in, in a, they, in a way, man, like bumper sticker slogans tend to work. One of the best brandings, and it's a, it's a negative, it sucks, but one of the best brandings against us was when they decided an AR-15 was an assault rifle. AR, assault rifle, even though we don't know it doesn't mean that, right? You know, it's like, okay, from the 50s, armor light rifle, 58, 59, and now all of a sudden it's a bad guy. Okay, we get it. We, we understand black guns bad. You know, we did a really good job when we started throwing color palettes at them, and I dig that. I think it helped a lot in a subtle way. You know, keep playing with the colors. But it's stupid, man, that we have to even talk like that. And and, and don't get me wrong, man. I'm not I'm, – I'm, I'm just throwing this out there because it's, it's, it's stream of consciousness. I, you know, I'm just kind of flying off here. I haven't, didn't sit home yesterday and pencil this out. It's just seeing stuff this morning and seeing what's going on. It's – it's got to be addressed and we kind of have to work together because this is a full frontal, you know, kind of attack on, on, on the gun culture in a way, even though it's not our side of the house that the thing, the fact that these guys use this as a tool doesn't mean it's what we're doing. Okay. It's, it's a different kind of situation. And, and you have to think about somebody who, you know, these aren't career criminals. You know, they all scream background check, background check. 19-year-old, what background check are you going to do on them? Dude's never got in trouble. These aren't criminals. Criminals want to escape. Criminals are doing it for, you know, like, hey, man, I'm going to go rob a bank because I need the money, right? Nobody goes, hey, I'm going to go rob a bank and shoot every person in the bank and think you're going to get away with it. They're smarter than that. Criminals, you know, on the most point, are smarter than that. Yeah, you get some gang guys and things like that. They'll do the straw purchase. They'll do the, um, you know, they'll try to get something and go, oh, I didn't get in trouble. And then it's like, yeah, you got a drug conviction, dude. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we know you didn't. But different mindsets, man. Different 
different thought processes and yet we all get put into one bucket, right? I always talk buckets, man. We all get put into that one bucket and, and they don't differentiate in the, the, that sort of, cause this is emotional. That's the main thing. It's an emotional argument that they immediately want to go after. And, and there is a lot of really smart stuff out there. Yes, it's it's preventing drunk driving by taking all the sober drivers off the road. You know, I, I we we understand that, and I think that's a good way of putting it. Is that okay? So you want to take the car keys away from me because that guy, you know, killed the family with his car? Okay, well that's not how that works, but that's how they're framing the argument, and so we have to come up with a smarter, better argument. I mean. In a weird way, I mean, I grew up, I'm a child of the 70s, you know, the 80s and stuff. Uh, it, it, it's in, in back east, just outside in, you know, suburb of New York City in a lot of ways on that Connecticut Bridgeport area. I mean, Bridgeport's it's issues in its own way. It's a hard place, man. You know what I mean? It's not, we, we, we swear, we talk, we drop F-bombs, you know, we, we, we tend to be, like, oh, that neighborhood used to be so good. Then this group moved in and it's terrible now. And, you know, all these people got socially, you know, they, they got momentum socially and moved out. So they, they, they went from Bridgeport to Stratford now. But then the town or the, the, the block in Bridgeport where my grandparents lived is, you know, crack infested today. So, you, of course, you start developing um, subconscious thoughts about that stuff and you, you start looking at it like yeah they ruined it they ruined it you know that house used to be so great when my grandmother looked there now it's a crack house you know and and, and that kind of stuff so that frames our opinions and that frames how we talk I mean I still drop f I, I do better now I try not to swear as much as I used to but man there was a period of time that it was like every other word out of my mouth was F this, F that. And that came from growing up where it didn't. You know, my dad swore all the time. My uncles swear. They got a big family and everything. Those guys, they don't mess around. They're, they're, they do their things. And But society changed. Everything moved. It, it, it moved beyond. And now you have to watch your P's and Q's. And, and that's not always a bad thing. Although... <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like, this is weird, man. And, 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 and I don't mean to make light of it, it, but it's just a funny thing. Cause this, this was in my head last night. So I'm, I'm watching a sci-fi flick on Netflix. I think it's called another life. It's some series. I, I hate the fact you got to watch series because you never know if you could sit down and watch all these series, but I'm watching this series and it's like this alien spacecraft comes to earth plants itself in the ground and like this crystal column grows. So they're trying to figure out what it means, what's going on, how to communicate, all these different things. You know, why did this thing just plant itself in the earth from, so they send a spacecraft out. And it's, you know, for lack of a better word, and this is going to be not PC, like a rainbow coalition of people. And it's very, um, you can see it. It's like all the stuff the Congress peoples and, and, and when they talk about this diversification and all that, it's, you could tell. It's just you, 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 like space movies. And, and I'm going to go back. Okay, so th- to me, this, this is what we're talking about, this change in society. We just had the Apollo stuff, the anniversary of Apollo 11. Look at those guys. Look at the uh, education. Look at 
all, you know, like the, the, uh, the unity, look at it. I mean, just the mindset, crew cuts, squared away, collared shirts. Everybody is in uniform, looks the same, smart, mathematical. Everybody knows everybody else's job. They're in the, you know, Apollo 13. They're in the spacecraft. Houston, we have a problem. Okay, Houston has a problem. And, and what do they do? They work together. They solve this problem. And they're like, okay, guys, let's go to the checklist. Let's solve this problem and bring the spacecraft home. And they do it. Well, I'm watching this movie last night, or series, and right off the bat, there's some like minor little issues with the with the millennial crew of every race, creed, color represented and everything. And they immediately fight. Captain has to kill the first mate. You know, so think about this. Picard killing friggin' uh, Riker. You know, Riker, no, sir, we're not. Even Star Trek, right? How, how you know, they push certain things, but not. You know that these guys are fighting and fighting and fighting and things are breaking and blowing up. And they, and they actually created more of their own problems. And yeah, while it pushes the story along, Every one of their like big drama problems was pretty much their own making. And I kind of feel we're in a place where we're, we're kind of creating our own issue and not us. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not roiling and saying all of us, but I just, I guess it is the more the Royal, the, the entire situation creates its own. And that's the thing that I know we always talk about. Like I said, I don't want to get into the politics of it, you know, D versus R and all that. We already know what that is. We're, we, that is, uh, you're not going to convince anybody. You know what I mean? You just have to have a smarter argument to frame it, to at least stand them down a little bit, okay? Because you're not going to convince them. As soon as they walk away, they get back into their bubble, they get back into their echo chamber, it's going to come right back. So we have to have our side tight. We got to make sure our storylines are tight. Okay, we got to make sure that what we're doing and that we police our own. I mean, I think, and we do, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't. I'm just saying we need to be the Apollo 11 of this situation and not the Savari of another life. Okay, because they're not doing it right. Apollo 11 did. Okay, we don't, we don't want to be, you know, yeah, we're still both are on the same similar journey. But one gets there much better than the other. And, and that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking at as far as where my mindset for all of this is. So it's tightening up that messaging and thought process. And when they, you know, they, they talk about background check. Got to have an advance. Oh, you know, background check for everything. And, and, and it's like this morning I'm looking, waiting for, you know, stuff's going on in these guys. And I watch everything, man. I don't watch one side or the other. I watch all friggin' sides. I want three sides. I don't want one or two. I want all three. I want R, D, and I, man. I want all three sides to come together and tell me where is the flow going. Okay, I know where this flow's going. I know where my flow's going. Where's this flow? And where is the needle majority wise going you have to watch it you know what i mean you have to look at which way independent people are pushing the needle and there was actually some really good articles la times had an excellent article on the mental health side of it they studied the la times and and i saw it yesterday they studied every bigger mass shooting since 1999 they even interviewed people that did get caught and, and they, they went through the whole thing and it was 
excellent. It didn't. It had nothing to do with the gun. Nothing. They talked about all the other factors, and they weren't saying at the end of it, guns are bad. They said, yeah, the guy can go get it, and there's all this, but how do you stop him? It's it's minority report, thought crime. You know, when we can get Tom Cruise up here to go and say, guess what? Frank's got some evil thoughts going on. We better grab him. You know, until that happens, you're never going to stop somebody who's determined. We already know that. Suicide is not preventable in that way. You know, what are you gonna, unless you lock him in a padded room. And so that's kind of where th- this, this mindset. So there's some really good stuff starting to emerge. And we need to look at those examples. Okay. That LA Times article about the, uh, the last, you know, whatever year to 99. Uh, what is that? Almost 30 or something like that. 2020. 20, I don't know. Anyway, I can't count this morning. I only had a two sips of coffee so far. Uh, so that that's kind of like where we need to go and put that focus on because it's not coming from you or I. It's coming from sort of that middle ground, although I, people will argue the LA Times, but it, it, it's an excellent article, okay? It really, really lays it out and it doesn't demonize anything at all we're doing or talking about. So it's conversations like that. Bringing it into that direction. I think they did a good job talking about it. I mean, you think about it. 19 and 21 year old. Okay. Most of us. I mean, the guys I'm talking. You guys, people I'm talking to right now, or at least me. I was already in the Marine Corps for a bunch of years, man. I enlisted when I was 17. Went to boot camp right after I turned 18. You know, by 21, I had already been deployed. You know, like a lot of us. So where's their, where's their thought? Where's their, you know, where are they in their life? Well, they are playing video games. They are doing that. They are getting that. And like they talk about, they are looking at this on the negative side, a more the El Paso side of things as around, uh, not a round count, but a score. They go, go rack up a high score. They're playing pinball. You know what I mean? They're trying to get scores. And that's where, you know, we need to look at it and identify. Because, I mean, we're the guys on the ground. And the only thing we can do is really work on that ground level. You know, maybe it's a gun shop. Maybe it's chatting up that person a little bit more and and trying to get into their head and then saying, well, wait a minute now. Hey, you should do this. I think our mentoring does a really awesome job. I mean, if you think about the competitions and think about the growth of the sport and thinking about what we've been doing through the communities we interact with, the mentorship we provide, I really believe is unrivaled. And we do a great job. Maybe the, 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 the thing is, is how do we expand that mentorship? It, it, it might be something where, I mean, school safety, right? This is going to start at that age. When I went to elementary school and that, we shot air rifles in our school. They had, um, we had our stage, right? We had the basketball, uh, the gym. And it had the basketball court. The stage was that all part of it. And under the stage had these pull out, like where all the chairs and tables and everything stored right under. But then they would also open it up and put like air rifle traps. And then we would shoot air rifles and stuff. There's no more of that mentorship. And they talk about, you know, I mean, as far as funny as this goes, guys go, well, you know, other countries have mental health problems and they don't have the gun part of it. The other countries have, and they don't do that. Yeah, you can go to Russia and learn how to sh- freaking shoot and put together an AK-47 in school. 
They have respect for it at that level. You know, they don't look at these objects as evil. They look at it as a tool and for like their, and it should have been our mindset as well, tool for the state to help defend itself. So Russia, right, invaded by the Germans. And and I get it. They're supposed to be, you know, today the bad guys and they're going to hack. And they hack me every day, man. I can go show you my stuff. Yeah, I get it. But think about this mindset. There's a national pride in they they hold up Kalishnikov, right? That guy's honored. And they do that in schools. Well, maybe it is a case of finding a school and being active as a gun safety person in school to teach kids. And maybe it isn't a police officer that says, you know, I mean, I know they try to tell in some places, they'll say, if your mommy and daddy leaves their gun out unprotected, turn them in, bring it to school. You know, I've heard some of that stuff. I've got to have my coffee. Sorry, guys. Um, You know, you've heard that kind of thing where it's like, you know, tell on your mom and dad. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Maybe we should be explaining kids, you know, how to make it safe, how to do this, how to go and so not prevent problems and how to have a better respect for it and not be your only point of reference to be the video game and saying that one helps me win my video game. You know, that, and and so maybe it is something that, uh, kind of brings a little bit more reverence to it to say, because that's how I grew up with it. I grew up with, you know, you had a healthy respect for what it can do. And yes, we still used it as a, as a, as a tool, but it was thought of if, you know, aliens land, they're going to call Frank and you're going to have to defend the friggin' street. You know, that's kind of, and that's that Russian mindset. When the German tanks come rolling across the border, you're going to defend Stalingrad. And, We need every single one of you. So with that thinking, let's make every single one of you operational to that degree. You know what I mean? So have a familiarity. So understand what it is. And that's where you build. That's those um, formative ages. You know what I mean? The ones where you're you're turning around and saying, have this respect. Do this. Do that. And, And it should carry out instead of it being like no point of reference, no idea other than you know gee i get to respawn in my game yeah nobody's respawning man it don't work that way but um i don't know i i I don't know but i just think i gotta go into sniper's hide i gotta look at that because there's a lot of we say a lot of dumb stuff and 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 like i said in tongue-in-cheek that's the problem We're, we're laughing about it you know what i mean we we do say a couple things that can be taken wrong and the problem today is everybody's watching, everybody's listening. We got four sets of eyes on us at any given moment. And and it's like, they're just waiting to get you gotcha. You know, we're just waiting for that one gotcha, man. And as soon as you drop it, we're going to stomp. And my, my point with a lot of it is don't feed, don't feed that animal, man. Don't feed into the gotchas is, is kind of where I'm going. If, if you, if you, Refine the discussion, okay? Elevate it to the next level. And in this way, this is, it's going to sound weird, man, but we kind of got to take the high ground in this thing because we're all, everyone is now turned around and pointed their finger at us. It's our fault. You know what I mean? It's because it's all we want to do is sell a product. 
We're the evilest form of capitalism right now. It's our culture. It's us covering for sales. And and it's it's just been, they're, in a way, they're winning the debate. It, the only reason they're not winning it is because we could put in the minimal amount of kind of checks and balance to that. But that changes every four years or has the potential to. That can change in 2020. We can completely lose this argument in one election. And it's done. Right now, we're poised for that. We're right at the edge. We're one election away, and things can can go pretty damn south for us. And they don't care it's a constitutional right. You know what I mean? It, it, it's If you say, well, wait a minute. You're arguing about a voter ID law, but you want, and it's like, uh, you know, you can't talk like that. And, 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 and it's, it's, you know, suppression, you're, 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 that doesn't hurt, but it does hurt people. We've seen it. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's just a crazy kind of deal because they don't understand bad policies have consequences, you know, and just for the fact that, that we're popular and all that, you know, there's popularity contests and things like that. So I don't know, man, I just think we have to kind of reframe and make an alignment this has nothing to do with our community. Honestly, it has absolutely nothing to do with our community beyond the fact that the two guys, if you want to call them that, used a firearm. That's it. That's the only connection to us. Everything else that led up to it, everything else around it, everything after it had nothing to do with us. But they framed it as though we are the problem. You know, we're the issue and we're not the issue. You know what I mean? We're the ones that are holding this up better because we're in this. We're protecting our right. You know, we're doing the things that are, you know, we're not out breaking the laws. We're not out doing this stuff. We're not out kind of pushing, angling people in negative directions. You know, that's not where we're going with it, but we're going to reap the consequences of what's happening. So I don't know, man, I just want, I'm trying to figure out how to refine the storyline from our perspective, because we don't control the narrative right now. And that's not good. Okay. We, we don't have any control of the narrative. I mean, I think it did change a little bit this morning. I think what I heard this morning changed that narrative a tiny bit. And, and it was it was definitely helps, but co- when you when you take it where it's coming from, there's going to be sixty percent of the people who aren't going to bother with it. You know what I mean? Maybe fifty five, fifty five percent are going to dismiss that because of where it came from. And so we have to go and take that same narrative, and we have to amplify it. We have to go out there and and. Like I said, man, you're probably not going to change anybody's mind, but maybe you can stand them down or back them off or or just kind of like reassure them. You know, like I said, it it, it won't change anything in the online stuff. Man, I'm on the Internet. They're they're actually talking some of this stuff they're looking at where – and, and it'll hit me twice because they want one of the proposals and thoughts that are going on is like with the websites, like the 8chan thing. They want to be able to hold the website accountable. 
now. So if you have a guy come on Sniper's Hide and start spouting stuff and saying everything and then something happens, and if they reference Sniper's Hide and said, oh, I read it, or I, you know, he was a participant at Sniper's Hide and was always saying really stupid shit there, you know, then it's like Frank's in trouble. Frank didn't stop him. Frank didn't do this. Frank didn't do that, you know, and, and so that's going to be the other part of this. But, I mean, maybe it is a case of, 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 community outreach you know we got to be community organizers and um you know maybe it's something like that where we we go and we start like this gathering man it was a great i mean i think it was great even because we were out in the community with it and had a good time and, and take care of it so maybe it becomes a case of competition wise be more public okay you go to a competition you know yeah we all split off into our cliques we go here, we go there, we're at this place, we're at that place. Maybe become more organized with that like we did the gathering this weekend where we have one meet and greet in, in the heart of downtown Denver, Wine Coop, Hickenlooper's place. Hickenlooper's no friend of ours, right? And, and we went to his place and we were examples of how to do it. You know what I mean? We had all the Marine Corps and Army sniper guys there. We had 65 people at Hickenlooper's place, okay? Eating, drinking, playing pool, telling stories, you know, making up new ones. And, um, you know, if, if you do something like that, then it might be a case of, well, gee, they were really good dudes. It wasn't a bad thing. Then we went to this Hotel Indigo, and I don't even know how they fought with the affiliate. I didn't even know that place existed. Never even knew where it was, but it was fancy. It was nice. They won the best cheeseburger contest over the weekend or something. But it was, you know, fancy restaurant, fancy food. If you guys saw the picture online, really good stuff. You go there and you have, like we, we did a conference room with a dinner, drinks, the whole thing. You know, it's total millennium 20-something bar. You know what I mean? There was nobody in that bar probably 10 years close to my age, except for us. So you go there and, hey, what do you guys do? And people had asked, oh, you a bachelor party? You know, what's going on? But if you go there, even if you go there and go to these places, wearing our shirts, representing what we're doing and being public with it and saying, here we are, we're not the bad guy. In small stuff, I, I think it's minor, but there's so many matches. Think about if the matches put in something to say, Hey, everybody, we're going to go to this uh, restaurant on Friday night. We're going to have this food or cater or do something on Saturday night. You know, we and I know it costs money, and, and maybe that's part of that sponsorship thing. Instead of taking prize sponsorships, build up enough cash. We don't, we don't need the friggin' prizes, dude. You know what I mean? And there's always some, but maybe it is that meal, and maybe it becomes more of a community, civitan, um, there's some of those other JCs or, you know, I don't know. I can't think of all the ones that are out there, but something more like that, where it's like, we're going to this location. We're going to go shoot a competition and we provide a sort of a community outreach. So people understand it's not us. We're not the bad guys. You know, we're responsible. They always talk about, oh, they all talk about, because they, they put us down. Oh, there's another responsible gun owner. You know, they're, they're, they're equating that guy who hasn't owned that thing for friggin', you know, two weeks. He's, they're looking at him and they're using that against us. 
oh, look, another responsible gun owner. What did he do? Well, you know, they're lumping that with us. We all know it. Okay, we get it. We are. But now we got to flip the script, man. We got to be out there and be public and be in their face and be like, no, that's not the responsible gun owner. We are. Okay. And by that, that guy is actually one of your crowd who decided to use our tool against you. You know what I mean? And that's creating that divide. That's creating the strife because he's co-opting what we're doing for his means, which usually suits your purpose. Okay. So I don't know, man. I just think it's it's something that that it, it, I can't ignore. I, I've been asked a couple times why I don't get into the politics of it, why I don't talk about the gun stuff, you know, or, you know the uh, control wise. Um, in 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 that, and I just don't. It's not something that I want to get into, man. I just don't like it. I don't like the 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 ugliness, and I don't think it's a winning way of doing business for me. As far as this goes, you guys don't want to hear that. I mean, you probably don't want to hear this, but. It's something that has to be addressed because, you know, this morning you and I got blamed. And, you know, meanwhile, we fed into the community, right? We, 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 we went out Friday night, supported our local community, went Fort Morgan Saturday, got the barbecue, supported local business, right? Then Sunday, uh, Saturday night, went back into that same community and supported that community again, and then Sunday morning you wake up, you're the bad guy. And it's like, God damn, man. So I don't know. I just want to be smart. I, 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 I want to come. I don't, like I said, I don't want to twist the conversation, but I want us to think about it. I want to think about where that narrative is. I want to think about the storyline that are out there and how you can change them without making them worse without making them ugly how do we change that storyline because honestly there is no i mean go heck go to any of your favorite website go to any article about what's going on and go read the comments i'll do that more than the articles sometimes excuse me i'll read the comments and try to gauge where the argument is and what's being said i don't participate in the comments but i just kind of go through them and i'm looking at it and it's it's like we're, uh, what are they, you know, we know what they repeat. They repeat the same thing every time. Okay. It's broken record time for that. You know, Oh, assault weapon ban. Oh, you know, universal background check. And it's like the dude, when, when the dude just starts parroting that stuff, it's kind of be like, what does a background check check, Mr. Universal background check. And how does that work for a 19 year old? How does that work for a 21 year old? Tell me what you, th- cause they think, a background check is what they've, these are, look at it. These politicians are lawyers, right? And college level people, bigger jobs and bigger corporations. I used to do due diligence before I started this and doing all that. When I was back in Connecticut, uh, I did due diligence for the banks and I would do background checks for deals. Okay. It would be pages and binders of documentation, school records, you know, all the businesses these guys are looking to fund, everything they've done. And I would not only check, you know, yeah, you check driver's license, criminal conviction, stuff like that, which is minor. That's like two pages, 
right? But then you start looking at how did their business operate? What do they do from the beginning of the business to the end of the business? How do they interact with their partners? What do they do with this guy and that guy? What were they like in school? I, I saw one deal got turned down because a guy didn't return his book to college and the college like taxed him or did something on it and said, you know, hey man, you didn't give us your book back. So technically we hold on to your, your stuff. And this was like a $30 million deal. And the company went, no, if he's not responsible enough to turn his book back into Duke, you know, we're not going to give him the money. And it was just because they didn't like him to begin with. You know how it is. It's a lot of personality, but that's not what a background check is. And we all know that all it is, is a criminal conviction check, right? Did you get convicted? You know, that's so funny. I, I kind of, I'll joke about that, you know, never convicted. And, and that's the key in, in, you know, that it's, it's a family. It's like a funny little family talking point for us, you know, maybe like, Oh, but you did this and you did that. And oh, and it's like never convicted. And, and so people don't understand the limitations of what they're trying to say. They think a background check is Tom Cruise and minority report. Okay. That's not it. They think a background check is what they had to do to become a politician or go do all this where the FBI, they think it's where the FBI goes to your house and talks to your neighbor. Okay. To get like a security clearance check. Cause they have security clearances, right? So they think when their mindset of a background check is their security clearance check. Cause they did a background check for their security clearance. So you have to kind of differentiate that background check to what really is happening. Cause nobody understands those two and you know i just like when i heard them repeating themselves yesterday and them doing the talking points and you know they're trying to score their political points because they're in a presidential campaign right now especially the the one dude from texas was just like ridiculous on everything and went straight to the guns um you know i just wanted to say to him what do you think a background check is and it's like i'm talking to the tv and of course he can't hear me but he has no clue you could tell he has absolutely no friggin' clue what they're running. And and that's my point. So that narrative has to get changed through us, you know, being out there and, and being because yeah, we can go stupid, ugly. Cause you could say, well, they're coming anyway. Yeah, they are, but try to make it as hard on them as possible. And by that, I mean, kill them with kindness and, elevate that kind of conversation so that way it just basically kills the conversation because you look like the rational one you're not the gun nut you're not the ammo sexual you're not all the other the derogatory things they call us when you go look in these comments you know what i mean we're none of that we already know that and it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing how fast you can crush a narrative i was thinking you know, I, I kind of backed off. I haven't been talking about competitions and PRS, NRL, any of that stuff. I haven't gotten into the drama. I've shut everybody down who was feeding me. You know, something would happen at a match and people will say, hey, Frank, guess what happened this weekend? And, and, oh, what happened? Tell me more. And, you know, I stopped doing that. And now it's like somebody will say, hey, guess what happened this weekend? Yeah, I really don't want to know. You should go tell Shannon Kay or you should go talk to Travis over at NRL or something like that. That's not me. I'm not part of that. I wasn't there. And so walking away from it, it's like my feed in, in my mental feed, my 
feed, you know, Facebook is still there to a certain degree, but my, my personal feed, if you want to call it, if we want to bring it into modern terms, my personal input of feed, it's like gone. You, it's just like by walking away from it, like, yeah, I know like Horner, they had their match with George Gardner in Utah, real big venue. I don't know who won. I don't know anything about it. I'm sure it was great. George knows how to put on a match. You know, I see he went and I see it happened, but I know nothing about it. I don't know who won. I don't know if there was anything, you know, did somebody get DQ'd? I don't know if, you know, the target, if there was too much wind or not enough wind or if I have no clue because you don't see it anymore. I'm not in those conversations and just how quickly you can kind of disappear from that or lose that in your feed. And in a way, it's like, it's like, cool. It's like, that's one thing off my plate. Uh, it's, it's, it's that selective pruning. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to tighten up. So I don't know. I just feel like we, we can, it's not that we don't need to do a better job. That's not the right way of putting it. We just need to do a smarter job. And that's not because of anything we did. It's to counter what people are putting on us. Okay. It's, 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 we get it. We are not complicit in any of this, but we are being held to a different standard. We are being put the blame on. So that means we have to address it. And unfortunately that's, that's the makeup of where we are today. So, be smart, be safe, protect your families, watch yourself out there. You know, don't, don't kind of get, um, you know, the head on a swivel, man, head on a swivel. The, 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 the flags are out there and, and, you know, like I said, with somebody was saying, you know, when you hear fireworks, it's not fireworks. You know, every, a lot of people, Oh, fireworks. I heard, I was in Walmart and I heard fireworks. No, that's not fireworks, dude. In, 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 have a plan to sit down, talk to your family and have a plan. I mean, that's really all I could say with it without trying, you know, trying to avoid the politics of all of this. We get where the politics are. Right? I mean, to me, honest, I can go all Rush Limbaugh and, 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 and go on a total negative rant, but I don't think that helps. I think that would be held up to be you're obstinate. You're part of the problem. And I don't want to be part of the problem. And I don't think, the solution is what they say, but I do think there are ways to help solve some of it. You know, you're not going to ever stop anybody, everybody. You mean, and we just know that's, that's kind of a crazy idea of, of thinking. Cause until we get minority report until Tom Cruise comes out of acting retirement and takes his, his character, you know, full time, you're never going to figure it out, but we can be a little bit smarter in, in how we say things and how we frame it, and then, like I said, you know, try to go out there in that community and let them see you, and so they can go, I mean, we get it with the lodge in Alaska. The shooters are coming. The shooters are coming. We love to have the shooters here because we've etched out a a, a uh, position within that community up by Talkeetna where they all know we're there. The, 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 the locals all know when we're there and they like it. You know, some people think their service isn't as good because we take up all the service. So what? But they still know we're polite 
and that we're doing the right thing. And that's how we are anyway. We're not doing anything different. We're just doing it in a bigger way. All right, guys, you've been listening to Everyday Sniper. I'm going to get off this subject. I'm going to come back to the gathering. I really enjoyed it. I got an interview. I didn't interview a lot of people. I was working my butt off. Um, it was just too much. I, I made like one 15-minute interview with uh, Justin from the Northeast. He's got some really cool ideas of some doing some stuff up there. He does a little bit of work with Manta and things like that. And he started a conventional sniper podcast. So, uh, and he's got some pretty you know neat little ideas. I, I really did get a a good um, uh, push back into the sniper community versus the precision rifle community. And it was refreshing to be around those like-minded guys. I want to thank um, both the uh, Army Sniper Association and the Marine Corps Scout Sniper Association for uh, giving me a thanks. They gave me a little plaque, and I'll talk about that more, like I said, when I do a gathering wrap-up. Uh, but I just wanted to knock this out because you just can't avoid it. And unfortunately, it's 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 a fact of life. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Make sure you get your comments in. Thanks for being part of the Everyday Sniper. Cheers.